hello. So I feel like, like, I know literally every episode that I have done on here, and I've done one every day since last Wednesday when all the insurrection, seditionist, coup, whatever you want to call it, happened, happened. Um, and that's obviously something that's kind of always in everyone's periphery, like, um, everyone, like, basically the entire country is in, like, the hypervigilance, like, fight or flight mode constantly right now, because everyone's just on edge waiting to see what happens next, um, which is fucking horrible, I hate it. But that's what every where everybody is. I feel like because of everything I've gone through that and all the treatment that I've done so far for trauma that I have like a weird leg up on the situation. Um because the whole the whole experience of like going through trauma like the the steps I suppose of going through it of when you actually get help and and make changes and stuff are the same whether it's you going through it about something that happened in your own life or it's the fucking U.S. government realizing like that they made this happen and are putting innocent people through like torture um, because they're that fucked up. That being said, I don't really want to talk about that in this episode just because like, everything is, with that is so scary. Um, like, it, there's, it's just, there's so many things that aren't known, and, um, like, people know when they are planning next stuff, and every day the FBI, um, arrests more people, and they announce, like, little things about their investigation and stuff, um, which are, which is good, and, uh, and all that, but it's just, what is going to happen, like, what they're going to do is going to happen, regardless of how I feel about it, and how much I talk about it or not, like, I don't have any control over that situation, that situation is way bigger than me, um, and I don't want to spend all of my time, like, thinking about it and worrying, like, that's, there, but, um, I don't think that it's, like, necessarily a, an escape in, like, a negative way to want to, um, think about other stuff or talk about other things that aren't scary, that make me feel happy or whatever, um, or just, like, are something different from the, like, the world that we're living in, like, our reality right now. Uh, Like, our reality is what it is, but there's only so much you can do about it. Um, So I wanted to at least do this episode just talking about other stuff, Um, not concentrating on, like, the trauma that everybody's going through right now, or even much about trauma in general, Um, as, like, a little trying to give myself a break (laughs) like this afternoon at work I was like is today Tuesday or Monday like I honestly could not remember if I worked yesterday or not 
And then I looked, like, on the clock on my laptop and realized that it was Monday. And I was like, oh, right, yesterday was, like, the weekend, like, Sunday. Today's the first day of the week. <laughs> like, I, like, remembered that and then like, forgot that at some point in the day. Um, yeah, it was weird. Like, this week is supposed to be my last week before my job um, furloughs me again. And every day when I, like, log in, I look at my... I basically have my email, I've had my email open for the last, like, around the last month or so in case HR emails again to say that they're, like, extending um, how long I'll be doing that work, but they haven't done that yet, so um, that makes me think that Friday will be the last day, but it's confusing because um, the thing that's confusing about it is that my manager... Like, the job that I'm at, usually, when I did, like, the first job that I was hired to do at this company, um, which was doing, like, the medical records part, not having to, like, cold call people, basically, and harass them about medical records, which is the job that I do now, um, like, every, like, quarter, I guess, um, the manager would, like, do, like, a one-on-one where she would send us, like, questions about the like what we think about certain parts of the job and and then we would meet in person for like 10 minutes and we could ask her questions about anything that we wondered about or whatever 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 um so like today on my calendar it like popped up when I was working that um I had one with our manager today at like 11 from 11 40 for like 10 minutes basically and like after the meeting was over she sent me this email being like all like you know serious and being like if you don't improve your numbers then we're gonna have to put you on a blah 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 blah, and then consider next steps and I was and that's like confusing because I'm like like they're they're laying me off on Friday so like why even go through the whole like thing of doing a one-on-one interview with thing with me and then like basically threaten to like fire me or something and in a follow-up email if I don't like improve my performance whatever like that means (laughs) um like that stuff doesn't even like that stuff used to really scare me but it doesn't scare me at all anymore it's just like okay you do you I guess (laughs) but it was more like weird like that made me think that um I was like like are they not gonna like, have me stop working, or, like, how does she not know that, like, maybe, and then I was thinking, like, it's possible that she just forgot that I was one of those people that is being, um, furloughed again at the, like, at the end of this week, and that she thinks that, and she doesn't remember that, because there are a lot of people, like, the team that I work on were all, um, remote employees, and there's a lot of there's like over 30 people that are on like the team so that's a lot of people to keep track of and there's new people coming in um all the time so maybe that's what happened but either way it was confusing I was like huh (laughs) why would you do that when you're gonna when they're going when I'm not even gonna be uh doing this soon but yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, that was around the time when I was like, what day is it today? 
because uh, I just was like off doing my own thing and then I just got confused. <laughs> um, but actually the thing in this episode that I wanted to talk about is like books and movies and specifically me wanting to like do that again. <laughs> and like that sounds really weird, but um let me uh, let me try to explain this. But basically, uh before I before I I like went to therapy and started going through this whole process of confronting all of my trauma and went through all the treatment and all the stuff that I've done so far. I used to read like a lot. Like a lot. I used to get um, that was when I worked at, like, attorney jobs during the day, and so I would get, like, I had, like, an Audible subscription, um, and I would usually pay to get, like, extra credits, like, a couple extra credits every month, and I would listen to, like, audiobooks when I was working, and I would, like, come home from work, I would, like, listen to them on the car, when I was in the car, I would listen to them, um, like, when I got home, I would, yeah, I was, I get very, like, one-track-minded about things when I'm, like, really, when I'm really into something. I, like, when I start reading, like, a book or whatever, um, or, like, a TV show, like, back when I, I don't really, I haven't really watched TV much in the last like, even the couple years before that, I wasn't really into watching TV shows as much, but the couple, like, the few years before that, I used to always have some TV show on Netflix or something that I was, like, going through. Like, there's TV shows, specifically, there, there's the anime Evangelion that I really want to watch, even though it's about somebody being, who has PTSD that's continually traumatized by his, like, emotionally underdeveloped, like, father so I think it would it's gonna take me like a million years in order to be able to get through that show because of all of the like all of the emotions that it will bring up but I do want to really watch it because I think I would really like it and I think it's on Netflix still but anyway um I used to just I would watch things or read things like so fast like when there was a book that I really liked I would finish it in like a day or like a day and a half like um, if it took me longer than, like, two days, three days to read a book, then it meant that I didn't like it. Um, and, um, yeah, so that was just how I was. And, like, with movies, I have, like, I had, like, comfort movies. There's still comfort movies, but I haven't watched any of them in forever. And, like, my comfort movies are not, I feel like they're not comforting for most people. <laughs> Because they're not, like, actually, like, comforting movies. They're just the movies that I like to watch because I really like the story. Like, I was... This whole discussion was brought up because I used to have a lot of people on YouTube that read, that like, read and review books. Um, they call it, like, BookTube, like, the book community's YouTube community. And I used to have, like, a bunch of people on YouTube that I would follow for that. And I've unfollowed most of them because I just don't, like, a lot of them I, had, I never really 
watch their videos because I like started following them when I was reading and then just never got to watching their videos by the time I stopped. Um, and, uh, I have a couple of them and there's one of them that I still follow that is just, she's great. Like she actually, it's really weird at like around the time that I, um, that I was going through my own stuff with trauma. She like disappeared about six months after that, having, um, to when going through treatment for an eating disorder. So her videos are more, she's probably the healthiest one in like the booktube kind of community about like how she reads and not wanting to like spend all this money on buying books or reading a lot just because because she feels like she has to she just reads when she wants likes to um and her videos when she reads a book are entertaining like I like watching I was just watching a couple of her videos for books that I've never even read and I will never read (laughs) um just because hearing her thoughts are fun um but yeah, so I used to do that and I used to watch the comfort movies that I just like briefly mentioned. I didn't actually mention which ones they are. They're basically like The Matrix, um, The Force Awakens, which is the first movie of the new Star Wars trilogy that just finished last year or no, the year before last year and, um, and Captain America Winter Soldier. I used to watch those three, like, all the time. I love watching... And Lord of the Rings is ones, too. Um, But, yeah, those are the ones that... um, I just love those movies. They mean a lot to me, and they always make me happy, even though there are things in them that are really hard. Like, obviously, The Matrix is set in, like, this, like, crazy world with robots taking over and destroying humanity and stuff but um I just really love the story and how much it makes you think so it's just and I just the video of the person that I was of the YouTube channel that I was watching today um she was talking about how when she was younger she used to read books um her favorite books over and over again because she liked like the predictability of going to a story where she already knows what happens and yeah, that's me <laughs> because, um, because I usually, when there's like a book series that I read and I fucking love, I get stuck on them. Like I just re-listen to their audiobooks because the last, like the last couple years that I was reading a lot, I would read audiobooks more than like actual books just because I could listen to them when I was working. Um, and yeah, so I would do that, and, um, and, yeah, she was just, I would really, I would, like, get stuck. I would listen to the same ones over and over and over again, um, because, like, even though there's, like, a million books out there always to read that are interesting, I didn't want to read any of the other ones. I wanted to stay with the characters that I really loved, and that's, like, why those, couple movies that I just mentioned were like my comfort movies are still my comfort movies the ones I always go to and watch over and over again um because I just like the fact that I know the characters I know the story um and I love the people I love the characters and the story that are in all of those things so even though I it's predictable and I know what happens in it it just feels comforting 
Um, but the thing with me with, like, movies and TV and, like, TV dropped off a couple years even before I went back to therapy. But with those comfort movies and with reading any books at all is that when I went, when everything happened with trauma and my mom and therapy and all of this, I just stopped reading. And I know I've mentioned it before, but like that is a normal response when you're going through something like this. Like if you're going through the same thing, that's, that's not, that's not weird or different. That's something that tends to happen to people. Like the, the, the YouTube channel that I kept, I keep mentioning, she did the same thing. Like she used to read this, her, her channel name is a clockwork reader. If you want to look her up. Um, I really enjoy her books and stuff, or her channel, and, uh, yeah, she used to read, like, around 100 books a year, which is a lot, and then, um, this past year, she read, like, only nine books, which she's, in her recent video, she was talking about how she felt like she had to, like, read more books to keep up with everybody else. But now she just reads books that she really wants to read for herself and decides to, like, fuck everybody else. And I'm really glad that she did that, because, said that, because that's exactly kind of the process that people tend to go through when you're using books to kind of, or, like, I guess, books, movies, whatever. If you're using them to escape, like, your reality because to try to avoid thinking about like things in your life that you don't like um and that you can't deal with like the pain of like your life at the time so you just want to escape into this other world where you can think about other people's problems then like when you when you're healthier and you don't need to escape into this other world anymore because you're okay being like present in your own life now then, like, the amount of books that you read is different because you don't want that anymore. Um, and that's really been, like, my, like, whole, like, cycle thing with books is that I used to need them to, to, like, escape my reality. But after going through, when I started going to therapy and everything got bad, like, the PTSD stuff with being able to concentrate is, like, gets really bad when you're in like the worst part of it and I couldn't even I couldn't even try to concentrate um to like make things work like make my brain work I, I just couldn't do it um so when that happened um like I just stopped reading because I literally could not I was so overwhelmed by what was happening in my own life that like trying to concentrate to read a story about something else about somebody else's life was just like my brain just couldn't comprehend it it was just it like just making it like through the day-to-day -day was hard enough and then afterwards after things were easier for the last like year or so I haven't really read any books. I've read a couple books on, like, that are, like, books on trauma kind of things um, that I enjoyed reading that I thought were good and helped. But 
um, other than that, I haven't really read anything in years. I haven't read anything, the kind of stuff that I used to read all the time, like the escapism kind of books that are set in like another world or another time or whatever. Um, because I didn't want to escape my reality anymore. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't feel the need to, like, obsess over these fake people and fake relationships and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, that stuff still matters to me. Like, the movies and things that I, that are my comfort movies, it's not surprising that in every one of those movies there is like a romantic relationship but the main part of in all of those movies is like the idea of a found family like there's found families in basically all of the movies that I mentioned and those are always the one like the the books or or movies or whatever with found families in them are always my favorite ones um I just love them so much because that's that's what I've always like gravitated towards because that's my life experience obviously like I don't have like this great love for my own um like biological family um and so I have this I have love for other people like the reason why I'm here today is not because of anyone in my family it's because of like I love my sister and she was a reason why I never tried um when I had suicidal thoughts last year or the not last year but the year before last year but the main reason why I'm still here and able to be okay and and all that after everything is from people that I just kind of found along the way that helped me that were not related to me so those are the stories that I always really resonate with um but but I guess like I was watching the YouTube channel that I was watching today and watching it's basically like her doing like a live blog as she like reads this book where every time something big happens and she has to talk about it she just talks about it to the camera and you see like all of her like emotions and reactions and da 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 and like the vlogs that I've been watching so far today I haven't read any of those books and I probably won't (laughs) um because they're more in like the romance heavy side and um that's just not that's too boring for me there has to be more happening in order for me to really get invested in character in books that are super romance heavy um but it's been really fun to watch her videos because you, like, it doesn't matter that I've never read these books and never will because I can see, like, how emotionally attached to them she is. And it made me start thinking about, like, like, can I start reading again? Because I really loved reading before. Um, like, I used to read so many books and the majority of them I really liked a lot. Um, there's a couple series and like specifically that are like all-time favorites but those two are the chaos walking book series and the um and the raven cycle series those two oh my fucking god (laughs) like sometimes um 
like I've gotten rid of a lot of a lot of books that I I used to have an entire bookshelf that was like basically full of books and DVDs mainly of books that I had in the last like two years or so I've gotten rid of almost all of the books and DVDs that I have where now they don't even take up that much room um but those were one I still haven't gotten like the physical copies of chaos walking series which I really need to do but like I'm not one that needs to go out and buy like every book that I read that I really like even if I really love it but some books are just like so good and I love them so much that after reading them I'm like I need a physical copy of this in my house because I love it so much and even if I never read this book again because um because of whatever reason like I just want it with me um those two series are ones like that I have all the Raven Cycle books but I need to go get the Chaos Walking books next time I go to Half Price Books I'll just get them because they usually have all of them at that store but yeah I can't recommend those books enough I'm really excited for the chaos walking movie that's supposed to come out soon slash terrified but like those books are so good and they're so dramatic and um like there's so many plot twists in each of them that they really they don't have to change anything to make it into a like a really really entertaining kind of thriller sci-fi ish movie because there's just a lot of stuff that happens in those books. Um, but yeah, so I used to read, but part of it is like when I was watching those videos, I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, I have one. I downloaded this book recently that I read called Breath. That's about like how, um, how many health benefits you get if you learn to breathe like through your nose instead of through your mouth. And ever since I've read it, I've tried to, um, I try to like breathe through my nose. Like I usually do anyway, but, uh, when I go outside and like take walks, I end up breathing out of my mouth usually. And so I try to switch back, but it's a really interesting book. Cause it talks about like how kind of, uh, a lot of like how the ancient civilizations did that way and how like people got away from breathing that way. And the author goes through an experiment that shows just how much that like affects your health in a negative way and how much better you'll feel when you fix that and things like that. Um, and when I did that, I like, I like signed up for a free month of audible and then forgot that I signed up for it. So then I got charged for another month and the next, and like a credit that comes that you get whenever you get charged for another month on Audible. So I have one credit for an audiobook. But when I was watching this girl's video, I was like, how, like, what would I even read? <laughs> um, and part of that is just, there's like 50 billion books that have come out in the last three years that I haven't read. Like, the last book I read, like, for fun, that wasn't a book that was about trauma, um, was, like, the end of May in 2018. Like, I used to read books all the time. Um, I read an audiobook for the second book in this one YA series called Shadow Shaper, and I really want to read the last one of that series. 
I really like the author. Um, uh, Daniel Older is his name. Look him up on Twitter. He's really funny and entertaining on just on his own. But he has a really... He's really cool. He's just a cool dude. Like, um, like he used to be a paramedic before he uh, became a became like a successful author he's latino and so he has a really unique perspective and that whole world is on display like again the shadow shaper books like the main characters get racially profiled and beat up by the police department and get thrown in prison for things they didn't do um and so it's very much like real for like the kids that grow up like that like what they go through um that was the last book I read in that. And, like, the thing is, is that I know that author because he wrote um, Star Wars books. So this is, like, kind of my whole thing of what do I even read now? Because when I read before, I was, like, very much in the, in, like, the Star Wars fandom. And um, my main... Like, ever since I was a kid, like, when I was a teenager, pre-teen, like, teenage-ish age, like, 14, uh, like, through high school, and a little bit in college, but mostly in high school, I would read, like, Star Wars, the, the novels that they put out all the time, and I fucking loved those. Like, um, this is gonna sound confusing, so let me just explain, but, like, the novels that, so when I was in high school was the year that, um, the first prequel movie came out, The Phantom Menace, I, that, that came out my freshman year of, like, the end of eighth grade, like, basically, like, I graduated from eighth grade in, like, May of 1999, and that's when that movie came out, so then, like, throughout my high school career like I remember like the second movie came out when I was like a junior um but after since that movie came out and I like went to the theaters it like I've always loved Star Wars since I was a kid um but that made me really get into it and I used to watch the movies all the time and there are these books that were coming out then that were called the extended universe that were books that were like because there had been no like Star Wars movie and then like there was like a 20 it's like a like an almost 20 year break between like the original movies and the prequel movies in the meantime people just kind of wrote books and they had like their own world with their own characters and their own stuff going on um and those were the books that I really liked to read when I was in high school uh, I used to I can remember so many times like the good memories from from those years I can remember, like, staying up until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning on, like, Friday nights and Saturday nights in my room reading, like, a Star Wars book, having, like, Sour Patch Kids and, like, a soda or whatever as a snack. And, like, like I said, I get, like, super focused when I really like something. So I would sit there and read for, like, four hours. I'd look and see what time it is and see that it was two in the morning. I'd be like, holy shit, I should go to bed. Because I was, that's really late when you're a teenager. Um, and so I, would, I wouldn't be tired. I would just know that I should go to bed then. So I would go to sleep. Um, but yeah, I did that all my high school career. So 
when the movies that were just out and the, the brand new ones that Disney just did were out and I like saw The Force Awakens which is like oh god that's my if I had to pick like a favorite movie ever I would pick that movie I love it so much um after I saw it and I fucking loved it I immediately like literally like the next day went on audible and started looking up like the books that Disney had been putting out because I knew there had to be like novels that were attached to the movies because there always are and there was a bunch of them that they had put out and they like kept putting ones out they still do they still keep putting ones out they of course because that's like part of the world is part of the extended world but the difference now is that the instead of like the book's when I was in high school was basically like licensed fan fiction where they were just kind of writing whatever they wanted to happen. Um, These ones are like somewhat, they're like more organized. Like Disney is the one that puts them out and some of them have like little connections to the movies or TV shows or whatever. Like there's characters from some of the books that have ended up on like the Mandalorian and stuff, the TV show. And and all that so they're all like somehow interconnected and they're a lot more put together and they're like there isn't just like this crazy shit happening like there was in the books from when I was in high school which is nice which is really good because the quality of them is much higher um even as someone who really loved those books when I was in high school I can freely say that (laughs) Uh, um but I don't really want to read those books anymore. Like, in it, I was looking at my Audible today, and it, so the thing with Audible is that no matter, like, I feel like an ad that I'm sure everyone who listened to this has seen on, like, a YouTube channel because for whatever reason, Audible always sponsors people's YouTube channels. And, um, and like, if you, when you get Audible and you have the app, you have the books that you had even if you get rid of the membership. So, like, I haven't had membership for Audible for, like, two and a half years. And when I listened to that Breath book, all of my old books were there. Like, there's books that I, like, bought on Audible that are, like, Star Wars books that I've never read. And, um, and that are just sitting there because I still purchase them. So, it's not like you can't, I don't know if you can return books and get the credit back I should probably try to find that out because otherwise they're just going to sit there because even though the books themselves seem interesting and seem like stuff that I would like I just don't want to read I just don't want to read the books in that world anymore like I don't need I don't need to read like absolutely everything and know absolutely everything about that kind of universe anymore and I, part of it is like, it's a hundred percent not the authors or anything's fault. Like the quality of the books is always really good. I always, there's, there was a couple books that I didn't like, but that's going to happen no matter what you do. But the majority, great majority of them, I really enjoyed. Um, but, and all the authors that I read, I read some of the authors, other books like DJ Older's books and other ones too and I enjoyed those books as well um but it's just the time that I was in that fandom I was so unhappy those like 
like 2016 to like you know, 2018, 2019, especially 2019 was really when I disappeared from most of like life and outside life and just kind of started backing away from it. Um, and especially backing away from like fandom, like I couldn't handle people arguing about stuff that isn't even real, much less arguing about stuff that is real. And like, I don't know when I was going through dealing with all of the trauma and the and like the family implications of that like arguing over a star wars movie or whatever even if that stuff is meaningful just felt really stupid um so i've those years i was just so unhappy those were like the my last years of being of before i finally broke and went to therapy like the the friends that i had when that I was really close with that I found online during those years they were the ones that helped me get to therapy um like they were the peop the th- three of the four of them that I was close to did do a podcast still but I used to listen to it like all the religiously every week and um and they on their podcast they would all talk about how the different people in the books that they were reading had PTSD and trauma and um, they would talk about how they would go to therapy. They would talk about like when they would change medications and what that was doing to their body sometimes or they would just talk like openly about their mental health problems and therapy and made the idea of me going to therapy as like an approachable thing where I did end up going. And when is which of course is when all of that started. But when I think about the me from those years, I just think of someone who was so like lonely and had, it was like this incredible never ending loneliness where I like didn't know how to communicate with anybody and hid like so many things about myself. I was so scared to like really show who I was to anyone and because I didn't think that they would accept me and I just wanted people to I wanted people to like me because I like I needed like that external validation in order to like make it because I had because I hated myself then and I just there was like just so many things I didn't know how to like talk to people or deal with life or anything like that I was always just trying to hide and so those last years I just think of someone who is just really lonely and alone a lot of the time and didn't have like any of the tools or knowledge or anything to figure out how to get out of that hole and to be able to like connect with people who who treated me right or even be okay with being alone instead of constantly like searching people out for connection in a way um like what people thought of me used to be something that spent I spent a lot of time thinking about um like even earlier today I did this tweet and it was just meant to be like a joke and Um, and I, after I sent it, I got, like, worried that, like, oh, what if somebody saw this and they didn't like it? Because there were some people that 
in that kind of fandom world that didn't like me and even a couple months ago like sometime last year like screenshot a tweet that I wrote and like talked shit about me and like I had not talked to that person who did that in like almost two years by then so it was like what are you doing like looking at what I'm saying and talking about me but not actually talking to me just talking about me and I don't even know that you're doing it and so today I got like a little bit worried like that again because it's it's kind of like a I don't know it's it's one of those thought patterns I just get into really easily but I just kept reminding myself like if that person or somebody else from that world sees something like that joke that I made they take it like whatever way or they decide because I said that 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 I'm like not a good person or whatever I can't control that I those people aren't in my life anymore like the friends that I had that I used to be really close with I like I'm not close with them like that really anymore um we don't really have anything in common anymore like I don't know maybe once like, I, I don't know, I feel like saying, like, once I work through more things with myself or, like, become more confident in everything to do with me, um, but that could be, like, a years-long process. Who knows when that's gonna happen, like, when I'll be more confident with the idea that I'm, like, gender-fluid and, um, ace but not aromantic anymore, like, who knows, but, like, maybe, like, one day we'll be able to be, close like that again after I figured things out and I can not associate them with like the the most painful time of my life like I do right now but like so like even if somebody did that I wouldn't find out about it because I don't I don't I'm not part of that fandom anymore I don't talk to really anybody from it and if they want to say that stuff about me because of that they're just projecting and taking out their own anger about something else in their life on me anyway it doesn't actually have anything to do with me I know that and so I was able to like calm myself down after a couple minutes of that when before that would have been like that would have been ridiculous (laughs) um so like all this talk about this is just because I used to spend the majority of my time reading Star Wars books and there's a lot of other books out there that I I think I would enjoy reading, but it's like, I almost don't even know where to start. And I also don't know what I really want to read anymore. Like what I'm trying to say basically is that before the majority of the books that I read were sci-fi fantasy because I wanted to escape my own reality. Like every once in a while, I would read a book that was set like, you know, in the here and now. Like, in a world that was very much, that was supposed to be just this reality, but the majority of the time I didn't. Um, I wanted to, because I, I hated that. I didn't want to read a book about, like, my own life. I wanted to escape my own life, so I wanted to read about characters and stuff that I could identify with that went through things similar to my life, but lived in this, like, fantastical world where things were more exciting and were different and stuff. But, like, I don't know if that's what I want now. Like, I'm always going to like sci-fi and fantasy a lot because, like, you can't just turn that part of my brain off. I can't just love, like, that genre, especially because that genre of, 
books and movies and stuff has so there's so much creativity involved in that kind of world like because there's no barriers on what you can do and the kind of characters that you have they can be from anywhere they can do anything like you can just make up the rules in ways that in other genres you can't do as easily so I think I'll always like them but then I'm like should I look to see like the popular sci-fi fantasy books for the last like three years because I haven't really read any since from 2018 2019 or 2020 um or should I look for like books that are set in like the here and now but they're like exciting like my sister loves reading um thriller books like books about you know someone being like chased by like a murderer or like people figure trying to figure out who killed so-and-so or whatever like those kind of books I would enjoy those were some of the books that I did read that were set in the here and now um that I really did like so it's like like I don't want to buy a book on audible and have it just sit there or not finish it I want to like spend that the money that I spent to get that credit and use it and I don't I want to it's like I don't know what I even like I want to read again but at the same time I'm like I don't even know like I have to almost like refigure out what that means for me because before it used to just be a way to completely escape my reality I would get like involved in like a fandom and have interaction and find friends in that fandom have interactions with people based on like I would have like a thing that we had in common that was like a base level thing to discuss so like it was easy to talk to people and talk about things because we had this thing already in common um but I like I want to read again but I don't necessarily want to do all that like I don't want to deal with all the bullshit stuff that comes with like a fandom I more just want to be able to go back and read a book and watch like some YouTube videos of people reviewing it to see what people think about it or whatever and then like you know reread it a bunch if I really like it and move on with my day but it's just kind of almost like a complete recalibration <laughs> because that's the way that I've read for like ever like I kind of remember um um these are one of those memories from when I was younger and the abuse was going on that is like a tiny part, like a little bit of a memory, but I can like put the pieces together now of what happened probably before. Um, but there's like this one memory that I have of when I was like nine or 10 and my dad had moved my room to the room downstairs. So that was when he was raping me. And I can remember, um, like, one morning waking up really early in the morning. Like, probably at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, it was hardly even light out outside. And I couldn't fall back asleep. And I woke up and there was, there was, like, a book in my room, like, somewhere that was a rolled doll book. Um, I think it was The Witches book and I was reading it at the time um and I went and got the book and I went out and and like the first level 
like the house that we were living in then everyone else slept upstairs I was the only one who slept downstairs and downstairs was where like the only things upstairs was like their bedrooms everything else was downstairs um so I walked out to like our front porch and I just remember sitting down on like this like couch or something like that we had out there and and like reading and like reading that book and I was probably reading it for like hours and at some point my mom like woke up and probably came out to see where I was and um I just remember her walking up and I of course heard her so I stopped reading and she and I like looked over at her and she like sat next to me for a second and she like tried to put like her arm like or her hand like on my shoulder like almost trying to like comfort me or something um but I didn't want her to like I like shrugged her shoulder off and moved farther down the couch or whatever we were sitting on like away from her and I didn't even like speak to her I didn't even say words I just looked at her and she like got up and like a couple minutes after that she got up and left and like left me alone so I can like put the pieces together because that memory has survived all this time that I can guess like what happened that that night before why I woke up so early in the morning the next day and and that I needed to because I remember being like angry at her like I can remember how I felt when I was sitting there on that couch when I like saw her walk up and stuff that I was like really mad at her and I didn't want to talk to her I didn't want to see her um so I can figure out what probably happened the night before and why I would feel like that. But it's, like, almost like a, like, I, there's hardly any memories of me, f- like, openly being really angry with my parents. So it's, like, a, it's, like, a special thing to remember that. But, like, it also shows that, like, my way of coping with being really angry at her and my dad and, and not wanting to, like, be in that family was finding like a book that I was reading and just spending the whole day reading that book instead and trying to escape like my reality as much as I could so like that's the way that I've always I mean that was when I was like nine or ten that was the way that I always that I've always read so it's like a I guess my the the point of this was to talk this out for me to talk this out and then to also say that like if you're going through like the the time in between when you kind of lose all the things you usually like to do because you're like in the middle of doing the work and the work is so overwhelming that that's the only thing you can do it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lose it forever um and Like, even if it comes back in a different way. Like, I don't know what I want to read now. Like, maybe I'll, like... I'll probably pick out a sci-fi fantasy book. Because those are usually the ones that I find... Um, the most interesting. And, like, the character work in those books are always really good. Because the world is always so different and alien. That they have to ground the audience in... 
into that reality by making you care a lot about the character. So usually the characters are really complicated and complex, which is why I really like, usually end up really liking those. Um, but I'll probably pick one of those, but like maybe I'll read it and I won't like it. Or I won't like it as much anymore because I used to want it to escape like everything that I was, or not just escape, but like avoid. <laughs> it was more, honestly, avo- I feel like avoid is the better word. That I was trying to avoid all the memories and stuff that had survived that were in my mind. I was trying to avoid like my family, especially because a lot, at least some of the time that 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 was going on, I was still living at home because I was, you know, young. I wasn't out of high school yet. So I had to live with one of my parents. So I had to deal with the fallout from that. Um, Anyone I was older by then, I was just desperately trying to avoid thinking about all the things that kept just coming up over and over again, because I was just scared and was trying to avoid it as much as humanly possible until I finally realized that I couldn't avoid it anymore. But um, that's the what that's how I always used it was like to get like caught up in this other world, spend all my time like reading the books or whatever set in that other world, listening to podcast episode about it, finding people in a fandom to argue about stuff about it it was just like a way to be completely immersed in a life in a world that had nothing to do with anything that was going on in my actual life and a way for me to completely ignore the things that were happening in in my life and I don't want to do that anymore I don't need to do that anymore like at this point it would be nice to like escape the things that are happening with like Trump and white supremacists and things like that and COVID to be able to like lay in bed and just listen to an audiobook and think about and like fall in love with new characters and enjoy that and like escape into another world but not have it be like a and have it not be like an unhealthy coping mechanism anymore like I'm not escaping into that world to avoid something in my own life um, like, I think it's clear when you listen to the, th- the things I talk about on here that I basically almost go out of my way to deal with things that are going on or things that I'm thinking about. Like, I don't really try to suppress them anymore. I try to talk about them on here, even when they make me upset or I cry or I just don't know what I'm doing or what I mean or what that what I'm even going through I still like at this point I try to be like super proactive on thinking feeling things letting myself feel things even if they're really upsetting and all that kind of stuff instead of suppressing it all because I hate the feeling of suppressing things or or like you know lying like making things sound like things are better than they actually are like I hate that feeling so much that I would rather do anything else but that um so that's not what I'm doing anymore 
So I feel like if I started getting into reading again and reading a lot of books, especially during COVID time when we're just sitting at home anyway, that it would be like a more positive experience. That I would be reading it because I would just want an escape from like white supremacists finally being like taken down in our world and all the change that's going to come from that and how messy that's going to be like change is messy as fuck like it needs to happen but it's not easy it's not gonna it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be painful and messy and yeah so wanting a release from some of that is not a bad thing um it's not the same way I'm like convincing myself like if I start reading again I'm not hiding from my problems. I'm not trying, I'm not using it to avoid the problems that I have with people in my life anymore because I don't really have, I don't really have problems with people in my life anymore. Like the problems are more like trying to find, trying to like come feel more peace with the fact that I don't have some people in my life anymore like friends wise like that's still hard for me and trying to be okay like not being not having friends and stuff around while figuring this stuff out um that's the hardest thing for me is just being easier on myself and realizing that there's nothing wrong with me for why the why I don't have any friends right now that it's actually a good thing because I finally like stood up for myself and one day I'll find new people that won't do that to me but it's it's hard you know when you're having like a bad day and you just want someone there to um be able to like give you some comfort or like distract me from what's going on in the world and I don't have like people like that that I can really do that with right now um yeah so I'm probably gonna do some episodes on here talking about like, the books that I've read or that I will try to read or, like, even books that I've read previously that I really loved and why I really love them and without, like, I would have to give away, like, most of the plot just to talk about them because, I, yeah, but I'm at least gonna try. Like, I don't know if I'm really gonna be into TV again. Um, movies aren't really coming out anymore, but it would it would be nice to be able to watch movies again. At least my comfort movies. To be able to find them online somewhere. Even just on my phone where I could watch... Like The Winter Soldier and Lord of the Rings. And... You know... Get all emotional and cry over fake people who remind me of me. And my own life experiences. So yeah, I think I'm going to try that. I feel like like um Goodreads is like a good website that you can use. It's like some the reviews are like not that the best. Like if you look at book reviews and sometimes you think a book sounds really interesting but the reviews on Goodreads aren't that great. Like some people on there review books and say that they're not good before they even come out. So like don't waste your time with that. Like if you think a book sounds good, just read it. But they do have a thing for like how many books you can read every month or every year and I've set mine as two books this year so basically setting like making it 
because I don't want to make I don't want myself to feel like a like a failure if I don't like reach a certain amount of books um because I used to do that I used to get like wrapped up in reading yeah I used to get wrapped up in reading books that reading a lot of books like I was more about like oh I'm gonna read this many books a month because I just gotten like kind of like the whirlwind of reading a lot of books like kind of like what that YouTube channel was talking about like instead of reading a book that I really loved I would just kind of read a lot of books and some of them were I like were okay but there weren't ones that I was super into um but I would just sometimes just continue reading them because they were a series that a lot of people talked about so I felt like I needed to read them to at least understand like what people meant and if I liked them or not um so I don't want to do that anymore like I don't want to set like pressure on myself like that's part of the whole thing of like I have a it's hard for me still to let myself relax and like not may not feel like I always have to be doing something um so I don't I want to read books that I really want to read when I feel like it and if that means that I only read like one every month or every other like I read one audible book every month or even every other month then that's what I do it's going to be more than I've read the last however many years like the last especially the last two years I've read like maybe one book a year and that like the book the the book breath that I read like I read it in the like the very last couple weeks of 2020 but other than that, like, the only books I read in 2019 and 2020 were, like, trauma books, not, like, which were very good. Like, I'm really glad that I read those books. They were really good, and they definitely helped. But um, I barely read anything at all. So I don't want to put so much pressure on myself where I feel like I need to hit, like, this certain amount in order to, like, enjoy myself. Like, I want to just be able to spend time looking stuff up and finding one that I really think that I would enjoy and not feeling like I like I'll probably listen to it quickly again just because I am still the same where when I get like really wrapped up in a story I need to like finish it at that exact moment because I don't want to have to wait to find out what happens (laughs) um but it's also nice that if if there's like a day that I'm tired or I want to do, like, art, or I want to watch, like, other YouTube videos on painting or true crime or whatever, and I don't want to watch, um, and I don't want to listen to that book and get, and, like, spend the rest of the day, like, in that other world. I want to be more present in this world that I can do that. I don't have to, like, I don't have to force myself to finish something as fast as possible if I don't want to I can take breaks and actually like maybe enjoy the reading process more if it's not happening so quickly (laughs) um yeah I feel like this is also a really good epiphany kind of thing for me to have considering that I'm about to I'm pretty sure that I'm about to be furloughed again so I'll have more free time 
and like honestly like doing art stuff like reading um having like an audiobook playing when I like do paintings or I've been trying to set up like a nicer website for myself when I'm like working on that website on my phone or um doing paintings or just like drawing or like finishing drawing on like the tarot card deck that I made for myself last summer um, that I never completely finished like just little stuff like that like it's easy to like I like having something plain when I'm doing art and like doing paintings or doing organization stuff with my art to find to make it easier for people to find it like I, I like having just like videos where people are talking and playing anyway so that could easily just be a book so I feel like this is a very well-timed epiphany because if I'm about to not be in work then I'm gonna have more free time to like kind of try artistic things that I've always wanted to try but I've just always put off because you know I've always had work to do and would rather stick with like painting and seeing what happened with that but haven't experimented in things like I usually would. Um, so the, I feel like the last like month or so, I figured out like the best way to do painting like money wise, like spend the least amount of money and make like the most amount of stuff that I'm happy with. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's really, that could be good. It's just a matter of me figuring out what book to read first. <laughs>